BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to Just a Sip. Happy 2020, everyone. I cannot believe I made it to 2020. I really can't. And today, I'm starting off this podcast with someone that I've known for almost 20 years. That's crazy. God, I'm getting old. And I want to start this year off because I feel like let's start it off in such a great way with drinks and drama and cat fights and Vanderpump rules. We're talking to Tom and Ariana today. They have a new project that they're gonna talk about, a new season of Vanderpump Rules, and you get to hear some of Tom and I's history. It goes way back. It's not as sexy as you think it is. It's juicy though. It gets juicy. Cheers, you guys. Thank Cheers. you for being here. Yeah. Tom and Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, everybody. This is great. Yeah. Can you believe that your lives are now your published authors? Yeah. Right now, when you guys were making fancy AF cocktails, like what was your inspo behind making this book? Like, what did you want to do? Uh, it's been a labor of love, and it has been very. It's just really exciting, finally, for people to be able to hold it in their hands and look at it and look at the pictures and enjoy it the way that we enjoyed it but you guys just didn't throw this book together like no no i, no. Was, I wanted to do uh, i'm impressed yeah there's a two-year process yeah I, I wanted to do something that i feel like had never been done before and you know i like we we did and we wanted to do something like that you're not going to see in other cocktail books like the you know the photography aspect but also the macgyver drinks like i've had i've seen so many cocktail books they always try to like out mixology the other mixology books yeah and this one i wanted to simplify it for everyone because that's how i learned to bartend i mean i learned like on the fly i learned like i i would study under mixologists but they would teach me drinks at, like you know and i would do different parties like through la and, and in new york that's where i learned how to make a lot of my cocktails and then obviously i taught myself drinks and stuff like that but i never I've ever learned like macgyver drinks like making the drinks in the water bottles you know yeah with taco bell sauce packets and different things but those are situations Bitch. that you get in when like i'm like hey why don't we go back to my house then we get back to my house and i'm like oh wait i don't have any mixers and it's raining outside so we're not like, going anywhere it just like it <laughs> just looks like we're drinking straight vodka <laughs> so like i've you know you end up rifling through people's cabinets and and through their cupboards and through their spice racks and and you just learn how to do these things and and we wanted to put that in the book to show people like hey yeah no situation is too grim you can there have is a drink. hope <laughs> you can have a classy cocktail exactly. even in yeah. the grimmest i mean i went to sec school so if it fit in that ice chest you can mix it together it oh, was yeah. happening oh, yeah like i've had like jungle juice that was gray it gray. was good but it was gray, gray. <laughs> there was like all kinds of <laughs> in there yeah um now 
I remember on the show, you were going to do this book by yourself. Tom got pissed about it. Are you guys happy that you actually did this together? And do you think it turned out better? Yeah, I was going to do a book by myself. And I am so glad that Tom and I decided we wanted to do a book together. And then I'm really, really, really glad that I met Danny Pellegrino because Danny Pellegrino pulled all of our ideas together into a concept that is this. Yeah. And is exciting and cool and different. We didn't exactly have direction. We were, uh, we were. That I, makes the best, that makes the best. Though. I know. I just, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to put up like, like I said, like I have other. If um, you don't have a theme that you're committing to, it's kind of like. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it sort of is confusing. Then it's confusing to promote. It's confusing to describe to people. Um, so, I, you know, especially like, I, like I said, I have cocktail books at home. I literally have one at home that literally says 10,000 cocktails. It's 10,000 cocktails. I have never opened that damn thing one time. I mean, it's like. Why would I? I can Google a, a margarita. I can Google this. Yeah. And it's just print. Like, I, I wanted something because now we're all sort of like visual. We have short attention spans. Yeah. So yeah. I want something that's I'm not super make the easy. That doesn't have the picture. One, oh, yeah. never you know? going to no. make the drink that doesn't have the picture. Yeah. But how much fighting did you motherfucking do <laughs> in the process of putting this together? Because I can't even work with my boo for a day without wanting to ring his. <laughs> Net. Listen, we have we both have strengths and weaknesses. I have to say that you know where he leaves off, I pick up where I, and then he picks up where I leave off. Yeah. Um. That being said, of course, there were like some growing pains. Yeah. You know, some hurdles that we got over. I think I that had trouble with like emails, reading emails, uh, deadlines. See, I would stab. Yeah. But, no, I'd say. But I'm sitting there like, okay, um, I'm in the kitchen, like making this drink, making this drink. He you wants know me I, to be in the, in the kitchen at three o'clock in the morning working no, on a cocktail, no. and I'm like, Tom, can we pick this up at ten o'clock in the morning at a you know? Oh, you didn't time. you didn't know that Tom when he gets an idea in his head is persistent. Because uh, yeah. by the way, I've known Tom for you probably were one of the first people that I met here in Los Angeles. Yeah, it was a good like at least eight. I was eighteen. I'm thirty three now. Oh, oh my I don't god. Know that. Yeah, that's the two wow. glasses of rosé. <laughs> but Tom and I used to club at Ledoux. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ledoux. Alan used to sneak me in this guy named Jeff Pickle. Yeah. Jeff Pickle? Speaking of uh, one season of a show. Yes. America's so Smartest Model. model. <laughs> used to sneak me into, I was 18 years old, maybe even 17, and they used to sneak me into LAX in Ledoux. Wow. And Joseph's illegal. 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 And we would go to area. I would come here for the summers and we would all Wait, go low out. ceiling area. Low ceiling area. Was like, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it was the oh craziest thing ever. Oh, my God. But that's back when L.A. was f***ing on fire. That's back it when was. I was in college and I was watching these people go to those clubs on TV and like yeah. come out of them in magazines. Well, Tom was on the hills, so we would just walk oh, in with right. Tom. Yeah. We're like, oh, Tom on the hills. We're at Tom on the hills. Don't you miss those days? Oh my gosh, I do a little bit actually. But I love these days so much better. Yeah, because I mean, you're rich and famous, bitch. I mean, come on, dude. I'm not like I'm not like that rich. No, yeah, we got bills. We got bills, dude. Bitch, I've seen that house. <laughs> I Googled the house. We got bills. Y'all got bills. <laughs> but I mean, you had this idea in your head that you were gonna make it here and you did not give up. What was it like the moment when you heard? Because I'm sure you've gotten ideas for reality shows, but they come to you. They're like, we're going to do Vanderpump Rules. What yeah. was going through your mind? And did you initially say yes? At no, first? I didn't say yes. I actually, um, for season one out of all of us, I was the last person to sign um, our con the contract. I was really nervous. I'd done about 
six like independent films um you know i was really sort of focusing on my acting and i was just like man this show is going to be like my identity and what if it just like fizzles out after one season i would be like that one dude that was on like that hurts. That for a one season reality show mm -hmm. is the yeah. worst. I yeah, was on one. Brutal. It was terrible. <laughs> it was yeah. terrible. And then you're like, that's all I'm known for. And, and good luck trying to get back into acting and whatever. And, and so and I was obviously, you know, very focused on my music as well. And, and so it, it was scary and, and I didn't know what to expect. But then I, I realized I was like, you know, every time like my friends see me in a magazine or see me in a music video or on tv they're like wow i can't believe tom made it like they must they're like imagining me in this like huge mansion yes. because they see me in a magazine like and i'm like dude they saw me do like an mtv promo spot yeah they thought you were like millionaire yeah so, Came through. so i thought okay you know what why don't i show people what it's really like out here like the real hustle and that yeah. kind of inspired me to want to be on vanderpump rules was to show people like to pull the curtain back the real hustle like what it's really like you because know? Yeah. before then you were in la for how many years um i would say like at least five or six and then before that it was miami new york yeah you had been but you've been in the game as an actor for how many years before you're um, I would say before Vanderpump Rules, I'd shot my first movie in like 2007. So, I mean, obviously I'd been taking acting classes and done theater in high school or whatever and a couple things here and there, but basically like my first feature-length movie I shot in 2007, so the show didn't get picked up until like 2012, late 2011, we shot our pilot, so. And you're an actress as well. Yeah. What's it like? going through this whole thing and every around every corner you think this is gonna be my big break this is gonna be my big break well, you what's hope, the stress but... like as an actor okay so you know the f feeling of living paycheck to paycheck yeah it's kind of like that when you're like living job to job yeah and thinking how do i get the next job after this job for because, sure because you know now i feel like we all three of us have kind of like a somewhat steady. Yeah, y'all are making more money than me, but yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but like <laughs> y'all are way more famous than I am. But yes, but at least, but at least it's like you know where you're going to work tomorrow. Yes, and you know you're gonna come here and you're gonna do your job. But like you know, for a lot of things too, it's like you book one episode of a show, and we're, and then. That, that episode shoots in two days and then you're back, you're auditioning again. So it's like that auditioning. feeling of... Yeah, but you always you know, in your mind think, okay, this is my big break. This is gonna be oh it. Oh my God. It's like, dude, it's the worst, man. Auditioning is the absolute worst. The worst. It's like constantly going to job interviews and it's the absolute the worst. The worst is that you're going the to neediness. job interviews. Yeah. You're it's, going to job interviews that they already gave somebody else more famous than you the job. But they're auditioning you because and they have to legally have they can't not have auditions. Yeah. So what's what you know, it's like, wow, I'm I'm got that third callback for that series regular job. Like I think it's down to like it's me. coming. It's coming like wow, they really must like me. They're bringing me back in again. And then you're like, Oh, I didn't hear anything, I guess. I didn't get it. And then you're just like, Oh, Ashley Tisdale. Cool. Got it. Got she she had it the whole fing time. <laughs> You Ashley Tisdale. Actually, I love you. Ashley I know Tisdale. I love her. We love her, but she would always be. Actually, it's what funny. I was I'm, going I'm out for. at the at the day after. Well, tomorrow actually, I have to go to. Uh, 
I have to go to Arizona to shoot a movie. I have a lead role in a horror movie. That's amazing. So and what did that come from? Uh, I being did an on audition. a reality show. Yeah, but, being on a reality show. But this is the thing. Because when you decide to make the step to reality TV, people tell you it's going to ruin your career. You're never going to act again. Did yeah. that ever scare the two of you? Uh, oh, definitely. absolutely. I think it's it was scary for a lot of reasons. But um, in the end, it was my acting teacher that told me to do it. Damn. Yeah, she was, which I think she told Nicole Scherzinger the same thing when Nicole Scherzinger was asked to do something along those lines because she was an actress as well and a very yeah. seriously classically trained um, performer. And she was like, take the opportunity that's in front of you. Do it. And so, yeah, thanks, Leslie Kahn. Well, love we know, too. I love Leslie Kahn. Yeah. I can't afford to get in class. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of actors that have been in the game kind of sort of don't know how to accept success and wealth mm. and like are you guys having a problem acclimating to it i have a feeling that we do that in some ways because it's kind of like it's not we work really hard we're yes. really hard workers and so when it's hard to just kind of sit and say like okay we did it because we always feel like, what's next? we got to like keep going. Because if we don't keep now going, we then we're going to lose it all. You know, it gets very... We have a yeah. house payment now. See, like yeah. initially, like before when we, you know, we started getting successful, making more money on the show, we had like a rent control apartment. So we had all this like disposable income. Yeah. We could just go take a trip here or there and like fly first class, do all this Try shit. to save as much as, you know, yeah, try but to that, like but do our best to save. But it's hard to when you got like, you just got like a huge chunk of change like sitting in the bank. And well, you're like, our bills are so... Nothing. Nothing at the and, time. Yeah. And so now we have a house payment. We got this. We got that. Like we got all these things we have to... Got for. real. Yeah got real so it's like there is that intensity back to where like it's actually really lit a fire under our asses like you know this past year has been the most productive year of my entire life like, because you grew up and yeah. you, you leveled up and now you're an adult yeah and i mean dude when those shows started getting successful when i wasn't filming dude i'd order like three postmate meals a day just sit in bed if i wasn't filming like doing nothing i'm like oh, i got money in the bank that gave me so, that that kind of stuff gives me so much anxiety yeah because I'm like, because I know that this show is nothing lasts forever. No, of course not. And so not. the idea of like, oh, we're not filming, so we can just hang out, like, it makes me so like, freaking yeah. out. Yeah, obviously it's not like that anymore. We have a lot of things coming in the new year. I mean, like Schwartz and I are launching something. Like, I can't talk about it just yet, but you're parlaying this into something else because yes. I feel like a lot of times people just get yeah. comfortable in the reality I think if face. I came from if I came from money I would maybe be comfortable yes you know what I mean yeah because I'd be like I'll be okay yeah but I don't and so I can't be comfortable and I and I think too go ahead when did you know that you had it what like what was it like what was like that first thing where like you're like okay I have a little bit of cash like I can buy this or I can do that or I think I bought um I think it was when like I bought my mom like a plane ticket or something, you know. You, season one. No. 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 Maybe no, like not season last, two. Maybe like last. <laughs> not year. even season three. Maybe like last year, I bought my I paid for my mom to fly, and my mom has uh, always worked really hard. She has a really important job. She really does make good money, but the fact that I was like, no, mom, I'm going to get this, like that to me was like, a special wow, okay. moment. And you got yeah. like car service to pick them up and yeah, take them to their hotel like... and their hotel's all stocked up. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm going to say you guys were on TV. You guys were killing it. The ratings were huge. Are you not making that much money season one and season two? No, we did not make anything season one, really. I mean, and then season two was like 
little bit more, but I mean, wasn't season one like five thousand dollars? Yeah. So when you're on like reality it, no, TV, you're not making not, what no, people be, are thinking. Not initially. No, you have to prove yourself. Yeah, always. Yeah. It's I like mean, a few seasons show. in by the time that people are like uh, that. You when know, you become unreplaceable. That's when it becomes. That's when you start to like, and and obviously. I get it too. They're like, they're not going to throw money at, yeah. at something that they're not sure that. if it's going to have longevity. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Because then the advertisers aren't paying the money for it, so you know, like, and they gotta like, they gotta sell it to the advertisers. They gotta sell it to the audience. You yeah, know what I mean, and so, and I totally get it, and I'm fine with that. And obviously, we were working at Sir and. We were doing really well there. Like I was working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, making a killing. Yeah, I was working. I was bartending at a club for a long time while I was working. <laughs> also working at Sir. I will and say, and I'd be like, I'm sorry. There were there were some times where I had to say, like the the night that you uh, that Stassi slapped Kristen, the night that Stassi slapped Kristen, I was supposed to be mm -hmm. there, and I, I like basically said, Thank I you. have to work because I'm not getting paid to be on this show yet, and I need to make money yeah. so i was bartending at a club and then they all came in afterwards from beso and were like Lit. you should have hurt you should have seen what happened oh, that was i was like oh my god are you crazy. kidding me yeah but is that a mind to see yourself on tv and then having to go and work at sir and it'd be like a petting zoo for like oh years yeah. because was, i feel like that's why i couldn't do it it was it was it was like when i worked friday saturday sunday like by sunday it was i was like a little pissy because I would be working in the restaurant bar versus the lounge bar is bigger, so I can kind of walk around and escape people. But I would be working at the restaurant bar that was like smaller. Yeah, and that was also and before would they just would like have another out. person on this. Like, if instead of having you just like on the schedule by yourself, what they do now it would be like, okay, there's somebody on the schedule, and then you'd be able to go in and bartend with that person, so that if you're gonna go talk to people or, yeah. or take a picture, someone can cover there's that. There's someone moment. to kind of cover it, but at that time, I don't there's have nobody to cover. Out of the, so like, there's tickets coming, and then servers are pissed because they're not getting their drinks for their tables. And people expect and then you other to people are pissed you that you're not talking, talking to, them. to them. So it got it would get very hectic, and doing that like three or four nights a week. Wait. I mean. It's, it's a lot. There's one thing yeah. I wanted to get back to though when you were saying like with money or whatever. I yeah. can tell you like, you know, no matter what I make, no matter how much more I make or or even no matter what, you know, I I feel like I will always be happy. You know, like if if everything were to go away and like, you know, we had to sell the house or whatever, like I would be fine. I'd go back to bartending. 100%. I would I would do other things. I, I always would... feel like we can go back to bartending. And yeah, and always. I would, how crazy is that? Yeah, and everything would be fine and and also like I don't I I take pride in the fact that I'm still a very approachable person. You know, I'm I'm very relatable. Like I always want to be relatable. I always want to be approachable and you know, I don't like all my 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 friends, like whatever wherever they're at in their lives, like there's no like better or worse or there's anything. No, like, We're all the same. It's love. It's, well, us it's and respect and love. I don't ever want there to f it to feel that way. Well, yeah. you've I don't I haven't known you this long, but you've always been the same person. And it's funny because Alan was like, "Oh, Tom's the same." Like I'm like, "No, Tom's not the same. Tom um, is on a hit show, on a highly <laughs> rated show. He has a cocktail book out. Like, but you are the same person that you were." before you started this whole process. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And it's very important to me, you know, like I obviously, you know, I know my parents are watching this show, my friends are back home. Like I always want to be that same person. Like I don't I don't I don't want to like I that's that's what's important to me. You know, yeah. what I mean? my friends, my family, my relationships, that to me is how I gauge my wealth. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. important. That's a well, really well said. Yeah, that's really Thanks. Good.
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. A cocktail that I like in this book um, is four watermelon balls, one third ounce simple syrup, a third of lemon juice, one ounce of watermelon vodka, and a half ounce of Chambord, and it's called the Bride to Be. I was be. gonna say that sounds delicious. like the Bride to Be. It sounds delicious to me, and you garnish it with cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. When are we serving that cocktail? <laughs> uh, you wanna come over? When are we serving the Bride to Be? Why don't you come be? over? When is Ariana going to serve this? Oh, oh I see what you're her saying. Her bridal uh, shower. Now I see what you're getting at. We'll serve. We'll serve it at Stassi's bridal shower. <laughs> like, can you imagine me, me planning a wedding, dude? Come on, man. Is that why you don't want to do this? Because Tom both would be us. the bridezilla of the century. No, for both sure. Of, both of us. I wouldn't be. We're both like that, and like I, I would like freak. There would be the shooting. Out. There would be like the, you know. Planes and like all kinds of stuff. You wouldn't see so me tacky. for two years. I would be so. I'm like. That's why I don't want to do. And Ariana's kind of like cynical, so it's like I can't do anything that's ever been done before. Otherwise, it's like cliche. So, I, like, what would I do? But what would the wedding ring look wait, like? Wait, but this is the, the thing. wedding ring would actually. It would be this big with like, like coral and like. It would have to do. It would have to be something super lightning edgy. Bolts. But I feel like you're holding up this process for us. It sounds so boring to me. Give me a wedding. See, but that's what I'm saying. You want it. Yeah. So why don't you, you guys Tom want wants it, it too. I, no, he I, does I like not. really don't actually. Tom, you're getting the itch. I, I don't, man. I love other people's weddings. So why yes. don't you give why don't you give us a wedding? You know what? By the way, I swear to you, I would actually do this. If you gave me a budget and you gave me the parameters of what you wanted and like location and all that stuff. You would still have to ask me questions though. That's okay. I would bring you the book. I would say this or this, this or that, da da da. da, da, da. No, but then you, and then you know what he would go? He would take the book and I would go, take the no, book. I'm I'd be like, no, 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 no. We need to do all of this <laughs> all over. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle See, it. So you're the neurotic one in the relationship. Uh, I mean, you're I'm, perfectionist. Yes. Oh, so am I. We both are. We got problems. How are y'all? I know. Living together. <laughs> well, here's the thing is there's some things where Ariana is like a perfectionist on certain ways and I'm a perfectionist on different ways. Here's how I handle my perfectionism. If it can't be perfect, I just don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, you guys kind of went through something a bit tough. You had a cancer scare. I yes. did. Yeah, I had melanoma um, and I had to have surgery to remove like a very large area of skin on my chest and then remove lymph nodes from under my arm because of the close proximity. And so now I just have to, it's something that I have to keep up with. I have to make sure, because after that, the lymph node biopsy and all of that, I don't have anything, but I did have it. Yeah. And what's scary is I had it for a while. And you had no idea. And I really had no idea. How did you find out and how old were you when this whole thing started? I mean, it was October of 2018 when I finally like really and when I when I started the process of like getting um, this. So I had a spot on my chest, but I have like, you know, we have freckles. You're from Florida. 
Yeah. You were a sun girl. Yeah. yeah. But what happened is they told me is that the time I spent in a tanning bed when I was in high school and college is what did it to me. And so if anybody is like listening to this ever, 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 like do not go in a tanning bed. Do never, ever, ever go in a tanning bed. It is an accelerant. It makes everything happen so much faster because what really normally like what you're doing to your skin shows up in 20 years. That's what my oncologist told me. So like if I was laying in the sun 20 years ago, that's what's on my skin now. Today. Yeah. I went, I was like, I got to get this spot biopsied because, or at least get it taken off because people at night, I saw a dermatologist and he was like, you need to do this today. What the f went through your mind? And when I, when I heard that, I was like, okay. Like when, when a doctor doesn't say we're going to make an appointment next week, they say we're going to do this today. That's like a really kind of sobering moment of, uh, this might be like really serious. And then when I had it removed and the biopsy came back as I had stage one melanoma and they said, we need to be really aggressive about this. And the word aggressive also really scared me. And a lot of people don't realize that melanoma is a very big deal. It's deadly. Yeah. You're at the, you're at the oncologist's office yeah. and you're talking to this person and he says it's aggressive. You then get the phone call that this is all going on. What is going through your mind when the woman that you love is saying this to you? Well, I, I, I was freaking out. I mean, I just, I, I did, I just sort of uh, took a step back. Like I felt like I just literally shrunk inside my own body. Like, and just was like, what, what? Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. And I kind of tend to do this thing too, where he's like, well, what do I do? What I, and I'm like, it's fine. I got it. Like I kind of always tend to, to say like I got it to tense like, up and and to say let me handle this yeah and um but he was so helpful with I mean I was disgusting after that surgery I mean I had a straw coming out of my armpit just draining whatever the the, the heck is in yeah. there so yeah it was a few days of just grossness but camped out I camped out at the hospital while she got her surgery and just you know we just I I basically was just like look I you know. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not. I can't really do the surgery. Um, I'm gonna ask like a lot of questions. He's asking I mean, a lot of questions. A lot of questions. I'm gonna ask the doctor a lot of questions. That's what you need that person there. For. Don't yeah, make me. Don't make me become an expert. Don't make me become an expert. I will. I'll do a lot of research. I'm gonna suggest things and be annoying, but no, the only stupid question is the one you didn't ask. So Amen. I'm going to a ask them all, and uh, <laughs> that's it. And you know, it it got figured out. Now she's doing well and, and it's I'm scary stoked. though because then you think of like you're like is this the thing that's gonna get me because we, yeah. we often think you know my life is going i think this way my life is going too well when is the other shoe gonna what drop is it exactly. what's it gonna be when you know what i mean i always think I that always i feel like yeah. i feel like i'm yeah. gonna get snuffed out something i always so like psst. i came yeah, to work for six that. months and i was like i'm gonna get fired today something's gonna happen i made an inappropriate joke in mm -hmm. the hair and makeup room like someone's gonna get me mm -hmm. like that's how i often think when my yeah. life is going too well so i, I mean that must be what's that on was, your mind all the time. i yes, thought yes, about that i was like is this gonna be the, the thing that takes me out what's that fear like knowing that you have to get this thing checked on every i would rather know about it and be doing that than not know about it and have something that's like eating me from the inside yeah you know so it's okay 
you know, it's just, it's, I'm like, okay, well, this is not the thing that's going to get me because I'm on top of it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something It's going to be something else. I'm like choking a kernel of corn. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, right. I'm going to die on this shit. Like, yeah. that's what I did. Like, it's going to be like, yeah. I love to I'm going to die on this shit. Like, that's what's going <laughs> to happen to me. Tell yeah. me all love that. It's funny because everyone says you learn something about, and you can't really love someone until you go through something together. What has this taught you about one another? Um, I think it taught me that Tom is, um, it, like the way that he was asked, you know, the, like what he was saying, like asking these questions and very, um, like that that's like a way that he shows how concerned he is, is that he wants to be able to know everything and know that he wanted them to tell him like, we got this. Yeah. It's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. And I thought that was like cute. It's cute, right? Yeah. What did you learn about her? Well, I, I mean, obviously I was really worried. Um, a little bit in denial and disbelief, but I'm like, I want to know everything because I want to know if there's anything I can do. These guys obviously have a lot of like different patients, you know, and different people that they deal with. So I, I'm like, I'm, I have one patient. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I can do a lot of research and figure things out. And so I was like, that's why I asked a lot of questions. What did you learn about me? Well, I learned that. Um, I'm like, wait, the question. What did you learn about me? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I learned that. You know, obviously, I I love you, and I don't want anything to happen to you. Duh. Like I knew that before, but yeah, I, I was like very. Was it gonna be like Romeo and Juliet, where you like take your own life because like you couldn't? You do it? should. No, and oh. I would never want anybody to do that either. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Jeez. But it's so crazy. But you sounded. I don't know, I have this idea about you that you have a hard time being vulnerable. I do. So it probably was nice for him to see you at that moment where you actually needed something because you never really need yeah. anything. Well, but it's like very hard for me to ask for help. It's very hard for me to be, even just to be like, I can't technically really, I'm on painkillers in that moment. Like I can't really get out of bed and like walk around and say like, Hey, can you hand me a glass of water? Like I you just feel me, you you ask for help from me. I've gotten better. Yeah, you gotten better, but it's why is it so hard for you to be vulnerable and to? Because like, I feel like it's annoying. It's because you're a top. <laughs> you're such a top. You're such a f***ing top. It's so funny. We're both tops. So you're both tops. Like, How does this work? Uh, it's How does this of, it's even just, work? It's a lot of rolling around. And being, and being polite. <laughs> it's so funny because I often oh feel God. like dominant dudes, sometimes like a dominant woman, just to like yeah. see how, like, I want to see what this is going like, to be I like. I didn't think Kristen Stewart was hot until like she became lesbian. I would let Kristen Stewart do the nastiest I things to me. I Kristen was like, Stewart. she's so hot. She's so My hot. God, yes. She's so hot. She is yeah. so hot. But yeah. that wasn't your type back in the day. No. You were into those girly, like, okay, club Tom, promoter girls. I saw a picture of you going to prom with some girl that had, like, Kate Gosselin's spiked up haircut. Yeah, well, that was cool <laughs> back in the day. And that was always, that, that was so also come, Amy Pafrat. No, it wasn't Amy. Oh, who was it? Some other girl with, like, frosted tips. Oh, that was a that prom. Was his cousin. That was homecoming. That was his cousin. His mom made. Oh, him she go did kind of have. She did kind of have a lesbian look. Yeah, I don't know what, but that was. She was a soccer player. I kind of like been into like the, the. the he likes tough chicks. I like tough. You chicks. like a butch bitch. I want like I want to like I want Linda Hamilton or I want like you know Kate Moss. 
You kind of got Linda yeah, Moss. Yeah. You yeah. kind of got Linda Moss got right Linda here. Moss. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy because the girls are so different from you on the show. But also the same. Yeah, Stassi and you have the same energy. Like the Somewhat, same, like, yeah. Because she's like a New Orleans private school girl. So hers is a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, and I'm like a beach rat Florida girl. So, you know, it's, I'll kick your ass barefoot. Mm -hmm. She'll <laughs> kick your ass in heels. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, the new season of Vanderpump Rules is here. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. What the f is going on with you and Jax? Well, I mean, dude, I, I I asked the same question because when I watched that episode, I was like, wow, that guy was just like on this propaganda tour going he was everywhere. lying through his teeth. Yeah. What happened? The devil works hard, but Jax Taylor works harder because that boy is sitting there saying, you didn't reach out. And then Tom's like, not only did I reach out, but you responded to my text reaching out. So I'm like, yeah. okay, so. Wow, he's really he went just around to telling fool every, everybody. It's like he went around telling everybody that, like, you know, I have been ghosting him, have been MIA. He had a pre he had a pre bachelor party that basically came up like three days before it happened. And as soon as it came up, I immediately said, I cannot do this. This is the only time I basically this is the only time I can see my family before we start filming. And yes. it's Mother's Day. Okay. So I had already booked these tickets. I'd bought Eight tickets to the Cardinal game. Actually, ten tickets to the Cardinal game. Like to go with your family. To go with my whole family and my friends back home for Mother's Day. And his mom three days before family. I leave, Jax decides he's not just he's gonna have a pre-bachelor party at the W and in, in uh, the Hollywood, the Roosevelt. Sorry, and I'm like, dude, I can't make it. I'm sorry. And he's like, dude, no worries, man. This is literally just for the people that can't make the bachelor party. No worries at all. Okay, so lo and behold, I don't go there, and he starts. Like the whole time he's there, people are like, where's Tom? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And like being dramatic. And it's like, dude, we did talk about it. And like, it, it was crazy. And then all of a sudden, like in group chats, he's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I got these funny, somebody's like, I got these funny blow up dolls coming or whatever. And he's like, just some stupid shit. And he's like, Jax is like, yeah, man. Well, dude, you're the best. Yo. You're the best, bro. Like, don't worry. Like things are moving around in the wedding party and all this stuff. Like, cause I can't be at this pre-bachelor like party. Survivor, yeah, groomsman style. Like, basically, it was like People? this constant, like, like who's, who? Okay, like I got puppies around me. Like, who, who can grab the treat? Who can grab the treat? Well, people get crazy around a wedding time. And I'm they like, yo, they get, not, they get bridezilla in. I'm oh, not yeah, gonna Jax compete. I'm not gonna like whatever. I mean, dude, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, man. I remember like when leading up to Schwartz's wedding. Like, you literally did jack. You did nothing. Like, you still owe me for me flying the triplets in. Like, dude. And I'm like, Damn. I, I like, so, so then he's like telling everybody how like I am like not reaching out to him. I'm not doing anything. And it's like, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Normally it's the girls who go round and round when there's beef. Mm -hmm. But this time it feels like you guys just can't come to like a resolution ever. It's like you never, ever really figure out the cause of you guys' Well, angst. no, that is the sure. cause. Sure, well, the cause is that Jax is a bullshitter and a liar and a propagandist, and Tom is a really sweet, awesome friend that cares about people. Yeah. I told I, I mean, I hit I'm him not going to no, lie. I mean, that's just I, how I feel. I, 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 like, I'm not gonna like, I hit him up yeah. on the regular. I was like, dude, if you need anything, let me know. If you need anything while I'm out of town, you know, I, I know that, like he's like, dude, it's no big deal. Don't tell me it's no big deal to you. Don't tell me this if it's like, and is then a flip big the deal. Script. And and by the way, a pre bachelor party is like not a f 
Thing. No, <laughs> no, it's not. That's dude. like a night out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys are going to the. You guys are doing a staycay, going out to clubs, and like just going back to a hotel room. Like this is not something I that like you got need to be around. Exactly. That is crazy. Yeah, I don't like when people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change my flight and like get up, like, like lose out on that. Like. For a Saturday night. of tickets for like just to go out with you to a place we've been a thousand times like in LA man so look and okay. wait till you see what happens just wait till you see what I did for the bachelor party like come on man like you know there's some a badass Coming. I know you're going with something good. Come on now. But why did you do the bachelor party if he made such a stink about the pre-bachelor party? Well, because uh. you feel like a lifetime wife that keeps on going back. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Yes, I like am. a lifetime you're wife. You're like a lifetime wife. Yes. Just He's going to treat me better this time. He won't cheat on me oh again. Oh, my God. It's going to be different this time. It's going to be different this time. I've been that girl. Don't be that girl. Who were you that girl <laughs> with? Long time ago. You're not that girl anymore. Not now. Mm -mm. No, not with him. Mm -mm. Well, somebody else is going through some relationship drama. Kristen and Carter. Yeah. Yeah. It she, was complicated. But she writing a dating book. Yes. Can she date? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I but think But it's in a funny way, which I'm excited to I'm actually excited to actually read the book. Yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna be reading it with a red pen. Yes. <laughs> that bitch has the worst luck with dudes. You know, yeah, I mean. yeah. Well, also though, <laughs> I think some of some of that luck can sometimes be self-inflicted. Yes. But at the same time, I do think Carter is a good guy. I just think that maybe not the guy for her in this where she's at in her life right now. However, you know, as you guys as you saw in this episode, it's like she's trying to I this is how I feel. I feel like she's trying to figure it out. She knows she doesn't want to be with him, but it's hard. It's hard to make a clean break and just be like, hey, bye. Kristen has a way of like, she she double vents really, really badly. Like, this is something I know from being with her. She would go and tell people like how horrible our relationship was and then come home and like, give me a kiss on the cheek or give me a and kiss. And talk and about like, how horrible her friends were. How being. horrible Katie and Saucy were. So like she would, du the double, she vent. would double vent and then like, and like to almost like I don't know get she attention or something like she that. likes yes, a little yes. bit of the but, chaos. But here's the thing: and it's I like understand that ass. she is messy, but that's why we love her, right? That's why we love her. Yeah, right. She's a so solvay meltdown. She's right, tripping so over like, tables. We can't get mad at her for being messy <laughs> when that's who she is and why we love her in the first place. So I feel like yes, this breakup with Carter is a messy thing. She's telling people she's you know this is what you're seeing last night. It's like. She's telling people that they've broken up, but you know, they're- They're clearly still banging. They're clearly still banging, and they're trying to figure all this stuff out, and it's and it's messy. But like, just let it be messy. I feel like other people, I feel like that's what- Chiming in and trying to tell her what to do. I but feel like he like the, the mess. with Carter? Yeah, is he into like, cause some people are into, like I have a friend who, they bicker like Adrian and Paul Maloof, mm -hmm. and they like it. Like that's like how they they're get like off. They're like the needlers, like they're like yes. arguing, and then yeah. they go banging out. And you go like, banging out. Like yeah. they're the ones that are fighting at the table, <laughs> but they're also that. like it out in the bathroom Ooh. at the right. same dinner. That's their dynamic. It's their dynamic. Yeah, I feel like oh. Carter maybe um, finds some like power in, the, in that dynamic. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then I, th I feel like, you know, Katie and, and Saucy are just tired of hearing about it. She yeah. didn't want to leave him. I didn't think so either. No. Well, I don't think she's also really ever spent a whole lot of time just single. 
And that's what I want to really encourage her to do is like she just bought a house. She's getting out of this relationship. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's writing. She's writing a book. Has the wine, the t-shirt line. All that. I'm like, bitch, you're, you're, you're literally bomb. a fucking boss right now. Yeah. yeah. Own that. Be a boss. And then your counterpart will show up at some point. But some people just cannot be single. It's like a thing. Yeah. Like you just can't be. Were you single for a minute? I have not been single a whole lot. <laughs> well, but, hold on. How you going to But tell? I've done it. <laughs> I've done it a little oh, bit. Have you been single? Like, uh, well, I went right from Kristen to Ariana. Yeah, we saw much. that. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm good. I mean, I. I don't do it because I don't do it and then get into this like tumultuous, like crazy. It was easy. You just like it love. It was easy. Yes, exactly. You and it love was easy. Love. It was easy. How do you top yourselves in the drama department year after year? Because I was like, this can't get any more dramatic than any I other season. I ask myself that every year. And every year we always, we always make it happen. I think we the key is deliver. to just get drunk. <laughs> Get a fancy AF cocktail. Get a fancy AF cocktail, get drunk, and be yourself. I think the key, my because key. Because we're all different and we're all big personalities. And when yes. you lit, it comes out even more. Exactly. I think I think the key is is to pretend like it's your last season every time. That's the Yeah, key. lay it all on, on, out on the line. I don't, don't hold it. We don't hold good, anything that's, back. That's a really good way to think about it. This is our last season. I like this could like be our last season. With we're the bang. not. We're not saying it is. We're just no. saying if. That's you know, how you go through life. The mentality. Yeah. Like yes. Like yeah. live every day like it's your last. Film every season like it's your last. That's how I go into booty calls. I'm like, I will never have sex again. I'm gonna go out with a bang. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna mother. <laughs> and then they like, all fall in love. Uh -huh, like LeBron James, like with this, like <laughs> the powder. And powder. Like that's how I go. And into you know a what it does? Call. It inspires you to to to. You grow from it. You actually like. You realize you're like, wow, I actually did that, and then you're like, wow, I can actually do more. Yeah. And then well, you do more. Let me ask you this: since you talk about last seasons, I mean, I feel like everything in life has an expiration date. And as a fan, I would be mortified if this show ever went off air. But what would make you guys walk away from the show, or when do you think that endpoint's gonna come? I think the only way for me personally that I because I love it and I want to. Do it and be on it for as long as they hopefully will have me. Yeah. But and so the only way that I would ever feel comfortable walking away from it would be if I'm like Beyonce level booked and busy to the point that like I could not eat. Like I would have to be at a point where it just didn't make sense. Right. Which like, like, like that is so far outside of where we are right now that I'm like, that might not ever. So Vanderpump Rules season 27 is going to be. I'm here. Let's do it. I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> Slow mo intro. I'm I ready. Will, yeah. What would be the end for you? That I, I, I totally agree with what she just said. Like, I'm on the same page. Like, I love doing the show. I like the, you know, I like contributing. Um, yeah, I, I think that it would be that, that moment where I'm just like so busy just making like millions of, millions of dollars a day that I just cannot show up in film. So you guys, where can people pick up this book? Um, Amazon, Everywhere. Target, Barnes & Noble, every, Hudson, IndieBound. Uh, in Canada, you can get it at Indigo. And if you're, you know, unsure, you can go to fancyafcocktails.com. You need to get this book. 
I'm telling you right now, besides the fact that every drink is less than, I'm looking, I'm skimming, it's not one of those things where there's 25 things that you don't have in your house. It's unbelievable, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys for being here. Yeah, for Thanks sure. For having us. Thanks for having us. Don't forget to check out Vanderbump Rules, bitch. It's a season. Yes. <laughs> a season. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Vanessa, I know you love I have a confession. Vanderpump Rules. I have a confession. What? I've actually never seen an episode. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Obviously, I know who they are because I work at E. I'm very familiar with who they are, but I've never seen an episode. But that made me like them even more. I thought they were a super cute couple and really cool. No, they're great. And by the way, Vanderpump Rules is a cast of people who they're all good mm -hmm. and they're all good in different ways. Mm -hmm. So even though you hate somebody on the show or you don't agree with them, you still love to watch them because they all kind of sort of have that moment. Right. Um, no, Tom and Ariana are so cool. She's got some serious big dick energy. She does. Yeah. yeah I like and, that about her. And you know, it's funny because Tom is the same person that I met almost 20 years ago. I love how many people you kind of know in this town from before really anyone was famous. Oh, I have a secret. I have a whole secret life that you don't you know. You do. About. You totally do. There's like a boyfriend in there that is an Oscar winner. Oh. There's like. You can't tell us who that is? A lot of, like, there's a lot of things <laughs> that you don't know about me. I, I have a secret life. Have you ever been a bartender? No, I was a server. I was a yeah. waiter. And it's so funny because when Vanderpump Rules first started, when they were casting for it, I was kind of looking for a second job and Kyle was like, why don't you go work at, at Sir or Pump? Oh. Before we even knew yeah. that the show was coming about, she yeah. was like, oh, I can get you a second job there if you're looking for some cash. Yeah. Can you imagine me on Vanderpump Rules? Oh my gosh. I would lose my mind. No, I'm not good on reality TV. <laughs> I suck on reality TV. I don't know. I feel like you've got to be pretty uh, entertaining. No, it's not my jam. No. When the cameras come on on reality shows, for some reason I freeze up. Do you? You like kind of turn off? Oh, no, no, I'm like in the other room. Like, yeah. you know, it's funny. This season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you're actually going to see me a few times. But when it's Kyle and I, it's just like. It's just your friendship. It's just my friendship. Yeah. Like, it's just us being us. But yeah. I feel kind of, um, at, at moments I'm jealous of them mm -hmm. because the fame and the stardom and the opportunities like this book, Fancy AF Cocktails, it's kind of nice, but can you imagine working at a place where people are coming just to see you? I know. While you're actually like serving or tending bar. Like, it would feel insane. like being yeah. in a petting zoo yeah. while I'm trying to do my job. Yeah. Like yeah. if fans were in here trying to say hello to Wayne Brady while I'm doing the show because <laughs> they all think I'm Wayne Brady, I would almost feel like I can't do my job. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's not. But I'm happy for them. You guys, thank you so much for listening. This is so much fun. To watch this podcast, head over to the E! News YouTube channel and click on Just The Sip. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Don't forget to follow me at The Lady Sitter. And welcome to 2020.